Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friends since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser With the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power Yeah, hello, uh, hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sound is episode 404 of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Of course, I am Brian Breaker. Joining me as always is Big underscore Bane rocking the Power Horror shirt. Very Halloween of you. Yeah, buddy, it's, it's. I'm I'm a little disappointed because the uh, the new one hasn't come in yet, so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It I should think be, I, it should be in soon. I think right? I ordered it a little too late because I ordered it last Friday, so a little late ski, huh? A little little too late. It might it might arrive like just a couple days after Halloween, but you know it's all good. It's all good. You can wear it next year. Yeah, and be happy. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about today, Big Underscore. We've got a lot of wrestling talk. We got some movie talk. We got some toy talk. PHPW. Ghost Goblins and Grapple Holds will be, is it this weekend? Yeah, so by the time this drops, it'll be done. It'll be done. So, yeah, make sure to check that out. Uh, our 90s Fads Tournament, we have some information there. The first match has already taken place, plus the start of Crazy Effin' Sodas. Are you ready for that? Yeah. Yeah. That's sure. not, that doesn't sound enthusiastic. Nope. Sounds terrible. Sounds yeah. terrible. Well, we got we got some good ones in there, man. Yeah, yeah, there are some tasty ones in there. Yeah, not enchilada soda. That won't be a good one. That might be the tastiest one of the bunch. You know, I think know. that could be an all new like bad. Probably. I mean, like that's just Probably. not a good idea. No, it's a terrible idea. Terrible idea. Well, we got a lot of wrestling talk this week. Quite a few topics. So let's not waste any more time. Why do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Breaker and Bay take a little break, cracking them, buying energies. Listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out Stone Cold. Big underscore Bane, you haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but uh, this past week, Dark Side of the Ring had their sixth episode of the season all about XPW. Yes. This renegade promotion out of California ran by Rob Black, who is also very much in the porn world. Yeah. Um, I did not know a lot about XPW going into that episode. I do remember back in the early 2000s, they actually had some DVDs mm -hmm. at like FYE, which I, you know, at the time I didn't realize like what a national promotion was and stuff. I didn't realize it was just an indie, but I think like, oh, wow, they have DVDs. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Never bought any because they just seem so over the top. 
Yeah. It just wasn't my thing. But um, watching this episode, I know you haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but dude, it was insane. Some of the stuff that went on there. Like, I had no yeah. idea. Yeah, that's what you're telling me. And I, I don't know nothing about this promotion at all. The only thing I know about them is that they one time invaded ECW. Yes. That's the only thing I know about it. They actually talk, they touch on that a little bit. Yeah. And then, of course, the uh, the infamous New Jack, Vic Grimes scaffold match that is in the New Jack episode. That was in XPW. Yes. And see, I didn't realize that was XPW. I thought that was ECW when that happened. So that's interesting. Yeah. And, you know, they, they have some interesting, interesting stuff on there. The main guy, Rob Black's not interviewed, which he's not painted in the best light. So I can see why he wasn't. But, yeah, you know, just one of those, uh, one of those things. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely excited to watch it, man. I love this Dark Side of the Ring series, so I'm. It's and it seems like the ones I know nothing about are usually the best ones, right? And as as of this recording, the season finale will be up, which is the steroids trial. I'm excited to, to exactly. hear that one. That I think one that will too. be. I think that will be a great episode. Yeah. Well, big underscore Bane, the uh, probably the topic we have to touch on the most because it's huge news. Ring of Honor just announced this week basically that they were ceasing operations more or less, mm-hmm. and um, they weren't real clear on the whole situation. Other than from what I gathered, everybody got released or is getting released, and they're going to do like their final pay per view, and that might be kind of it, at least for now. Yeah, and the the release that I saw, the statement I saw is that they were going to take the first quarter of twenty twenty two to kind of revamp and reorganize things. So that never sounds good, though. No, it it makes it sound like there's hope that it's going to come back in the second quarter. But if you're releasing all your talent, what are you going to do that second quarter? Who are you going to have? Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? So it's, I don't know. It sounds like they're Dunsky. I don't know if you've been in GameStop in a while. I know you're not a GameStop fan. No. But, you know, they had kind of gotten away at one point from just video games and adding all these collectibles and t-shirts and things like that. Yeah. Which, you know, a lot of the fig lifers probably know that because they found some figures there. Well, they did it like, we're, we're doing a, we're going to, we're shutting down for a month. We're doing a revamp. And yeah. what they basically added were a whole bunch of looks like gaming chairs and computers mm-hmm. and game systems. I'm like, okay, you're steering into the video game world. I'm with you, but I have never seen anyone sitting in those chairs a few times I'm in there. Right. So I'm like, Maybe that's not the best idea, but they're still kicking. I mean, they're still around. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. So it's hard to say. I can't say the Ring of Honor will go under from this, but that's certainly not a good sign. Well, I mean, when you, when you shut down a company for a whole quarter of a year, you're essentially cutting out profits for a whole quarter of a year too. So you're literally not making any money. Yeah. So unless the investors are cool with that, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's, yeah, it sounds I mean, sketchy. WWE didn't shut down NXT for a whole quarter to revamp it to NXT 2.0. Right. So, I mean, if you're going to keep it open, you probably should have like done things behind the scenes while you're still afloat. Well, this came in from, uh, I guess, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. I don't know if this is true. This could be completely debunked by the time... You know, yeah, Dave Meltzer doesn't know everything. I mean, well, this could be debunked by the time this episode drops. This could be debunked two hours from now right. or right this second. But supposedly, Jonathan Gresham, Jay Lethal, Dalton Castle, Brody King, Danhausen, Dragon Lee, EC3, the Briscoes, Roosh, and Bandito have all signed with AEW. Mm-hmm. That seems like a lot of people to sign all right away. Yeah. But that I'm not saying that that, that, that didn't happen. What are your thoughts there? I mean, obviously, Danhausen stands out as a name. 
as do a lot of those guys. Yep. Um, I think those are probably guys, if this is true, those are probably guys AEW wanted anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think maybe there was a heads up there for Tony, like, hey, here's the situation. Yeah, and I know Dan Housen, he's been on the Jericho cruise this past week or whatever, so he's gotten buddy-buddy with Jericho. He's been on his podcast too, I think. Right, and so, I mean, he's gotten buddy-buddy with all the AEW guys. So, Well, and I think the Briscoes just won the GCW tag titles. Yes. So they've been working other places too, so it's not like it's out of the question for this, I guess. Right. And so it's it's one of those things like it makes sense that a lot of these guys would go to AEW, but um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, John Grisham. Jonathan was, Grisham. Yeah, I think he is one that probably should have been there already mm-hmm. because he's so damn good. Jay Lethal, too. Jay Lethal. Oh, yeah, Jay Lethal should have been day one to me. Dalton Castle's a fun character. I think he'd do great in AEW. Oh, Yeah. Um, was am I mistaken? Was he kind of, was he kind of like not there, but like at all in? Was he part of all in? I don't think so. Maybe I don't think so. Okay. No, I, mean, I get well, confused because that was so long ago. Yeah, I know it's been a while. Right. But Dalton Castle kind of does like the uh, he has the boys, or he used to. I haven't watched Ring of Honor in so the, long. He's the Peacock. Yeah, 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 or whatever they call him. And then of course EC3, we all know who that is, right? Uh, the Briscoes, I think, is a huge deal if they have signed. Yeah, because they are. I mean, you mentioned it off the air. They've gotten themselves in trouble before mm-hmm. um, with some non-maybe PC things that they've said. Maybe yep. maybe real-life feelings. I don't know. I'm not going to venture a guess. But they're phenomenal in the ring. Yep. And I love the the Backwoods characters. Like, yep. I think that that's great. So if they're able to kind of work within the system, I'm, I'm all about it. Absolutely. Uh, Roosh and Bandito are phenomenal. Like I said, we've already mentioned Jay Lethal. Dragon Lee's another one. I mean, I think like he kind of slides under the radar, but he's a great Great performer. Mm-hmm. Um, Brody King, awesome big guy. Yeah. But I also have to bring this up. Like, what do you think this means for Ring of Honor's deal with Figures Toy Company? Is that over? I mean, if the company doesn't exist, I think that makes the contract null and void. I, mean, I wonder if they can still produce figures that are in development. That's a good question. I mean, I get unless AEW buys out, you know what I mean? Like, But would they want th- that? I don't know. I mean. I don't know. It... it you know, I'll be I'll be honest with you though. If I was AEW, I would probably want to buy out Ring of Honor, the rights and everything. The name, yes. If it's if it's out there, yeah. If if like they're literally trying to shut down, I, if I was Tony Khan, I'd be like, let me just buy the name. Let yeah. me Let me buy it because, and make a new Ring of Honor show. Well, Ring of Honor, or just you know, when once they get that streaming service, they can have that in their catalog. Ooh, good call. WWE has WCW, ECW. AEW can have Ring of Honor. That'd be quite the investment. I mean, especially I with guys like Punk, yes, and and Danielson, Samoa and Joe. Well, they don't have Samoa Joe under. I'm saying like guys they have under a contract. I know, but if they had the Ring of Honor name, I mean, Samoa Joe was at Ring of Honor for a while. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like they could make like a best of CM Punk from sure, sure, from Ring of Honor sure, all the way up. Sure, I mean, obviously not his WWE run, which is the majority of his career. But sure. yeah, there's a lot that they could have there. Mm-hmm. Oh, especially like all the Japanese guys that have come over, like. Yes. That'd be amazing. Absolutely. So I think that's actually a very interesting call. Like that, that might be what they're working on. I, I hope so. And I would imagine if uh, if Danhausen has signed that Jeremy's already probably hard at work on getting that figure out because that that will be a hot seller. Yeah, that that's one that he's yeah that's gonna make make them some money if he can get that done. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll wait and see. Other interesting news. Uh, Wyndham Rotundo, formerly Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, has tweeted out two days. This was uh, as of, I think, yesterday he tweeted that out. Yeah. Um, So this will be 
far and away from when this drops. Yeah. But what do you think about that, man? Like, I don't know. Um, he's obviously got something up his sleeve. Yeah, you you mentioned to me off air. It's probably when his release. I think it's when his non competes up. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd always heard it was the end of October, so that lines up. Yeah, which means, I mean, if he's going somewhere, then, I mean, Friday's also Rampage. Mm. You know what I mean? I think that they do tape that, though. Do now. They? Sometimes they do. Sometimes okay. it's live. Okay. So uh, then, you know, is what it is. But but then again, like, talk about weird timing. If they just signed, like, all these people and the, and, and Bray Wyatt, you know, yeah. like, that's, that's a lot of people, man. Yeah, well, I mean... Tony Khan's not shy about signing people. He's not. You know, AEW is for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I don't know. I don't know what it means. I, I've seen a lot of people say he's going to Impact. Yeah, I've heard that too. I do. You th- I think that's a terrible idea, though. I, if he wants to go there, hell yeah, brother. Do do what you want to do. But as a fan, I want to be able to watch Bray Wyatt. I can't watch him on Impact. Yeah, like I have no idea how to watch Impact right now, and so is this still on TV? I mean, I think it is. I think it is, but some weird ass channel. I don't know, like Pop TV or something. Yeah, it's like I don't have that. So it's I want to be able to see what he's doing and see because that Bray Wyatt and Impact would make me watch Impact. Mm. You know, I mean, or at least follow it, maybe. Right, like you know, Major Brothers wouldn't. You know what I mean? They haven't. I mean, I saw the the Iconics are there now. That's not going to make me turn it on. I mean, it's cool that they're getting work. It's cool that all these people are getting work, but at the same time, like, I I have no reason to watch it, but, like, Bray Wyatt would make me watch it. Mm-hmm. But, again, I have no – I can't, so I, I don't know how. Whereas if you were to go to AEW, at least I know how to, how to watch AEW. Well, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked – um, what he does, whatever he does. I mean, let's, let's not discount the fact that maybe he's like signing with new Japan. That'd be cool too. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like he could do crazier shit in new Japan than he could here because there's a language barrier. So he can probably get away with a lot more shit there. True. He could be like a legit horror movie. Yes. Villain. Yeah. Uh, I feel like everyone assumes AEW is where he's going. Cause it's the, it seems the, like the likelihood, it, right? It makes the most sense because it's on the biggest scale. That's not WWE. And he's, he was the top guy in WWE other than Roman. Yeah, so I don't know. It's hard to say, but maybe hopefully by the time this drops, we'll have an answer. Hope so. Uh, other interesting news. Uh, Tony Nese has officially signed with All Elite Wrestling. Yeah. Debuted on Dynamite, kind of just sitting in the crowd, the whole NXT gimmick, right? Just mm-hmm. chilling out in the crowd, sitting in yeah. front row seat because, you know, those aren't hard to come by. I'm just I'm just happy to see him counting those uh, that eight-pack. One more time. You know what I mean? I'm all about it. Dude, Tony Nese is a guy that I feel like really slid under the radar on the releases because he's an incredible talent. Mm-hmm. But you don't look at him as like, oh, we got to sign him. But he's so good. Like, there's no reason why they shouldn't. He's phenomenal. And, and the bad thing is, is he was relegated to that cruiserweight division, so nobody got to see him work. Yeah. But he was he was phenomenal. And yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked for him. I yeah, I think, awesome. I think it's great news. So, Tony Nese, yeah, coming around and. Doing some good things. I mean, look at Bobby Fish. That was another guy that I wasn't necessarily expecting them to sign. Hell yeah. He's freaking wrestling CM Punk. You right. Know? Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, that's an awesome match I never thought I would have been able to see. Right, exactly. It's great stuff. Um, other big news that we've we've had this past week is apparently there was a little scuffle or a little uh, heated situation backstage between uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Yep. Uh, resulted from the in-ring uh, promo with uh, throwing the belt down, throwing the belt at one another, things like that, and... 
the story coming out of it is that Charlotte's got an attitude backstage mm-hmm. and is afraid that she's going to look weak and doesn't like to do certain things and whatever, whatever, whatever. Bottom line is this has gotten everybody talking. Yeah. Um, you tweeted out a few days ago that you didn't necessarily, I think, believe that this was legit. I'm not saying that it's not a shoot. I am saying that the best way to get people invested in your storylines is to make them think it's a shoot. Yeah. I mean, doesn't always work. I, I mean, a lot of times I go back to, you know, 1990, whatever the fuck, when uh, Goldberg was going against the script. That didn't make me give a shit about WCW. but um, So it doesn't always work. But, like, this seems to be working for people. But this is also a different time, internet-wise. Right. Um, but, like, I I think my thinking is is people really think that it's real because right after all that happened, Andrade tweeted FWWE. And so, again, it could be legit. It could be that there was legit, legit heat there. But I feel like in 2021... Whatever happens on WWE's cameras was supposed to happen. I feel like there's not a whole lot they're going to let just fly. Well, you may be right. I don't know. I mean, I look at it like this. Like, if I was wanting to get people invested in a story about two competitors that dislike each other, there's got to be some realm of believability to it. Right. And planting a story, I don't think is that bad of an idea if that's what they did. I don't know. Well, and here's the here's the coincidental thing about it, folks. Survivor Series is like a month away. Becky and Charlotte are going to be wrestling. Makes sense that they're a little pissed off at each other, right? Make people care. Right. And so, but, I mean, the whole thing is, like, that came out was that Becky wanted to do the whole Becky Two Belts thing. She wanted the, the SmackDown title or whichever one to hold up both of them so she could say Becky Two Belts, which doesn't make any sense. Why she would want to do that. And then. Which again, yeah, that's kind of one of those things where it's like, that's where the heat comes in. Right. And Charlotte was like, no, because that makes me look weak as a champion. And. I'm not a big fan of people just exchanging titles anyway. I think that's incredibly stupid. <laughs> right. I mean, if, if we're going to get down to the brass tacks, like none of this is good. No, no. So no, no. maybe if you want people to care about your product, put something out there that is good. What should have happened is it should have been they dropped the title or they say, Okay, since you got drafted to Raw, now you have to vacate the SmackDown title. Or you have to defend it until you lose it. Right. And then you go back to your brand. Right. That right. makes sense, too. And so... Well, like, I remember the new... Sorry to cut you off. The New Day and the Street Profits did that, where they just basically handed the titles yeah, to each other. It's, it's like, that, that is so stupid. It's dumb. It's incredibly dumb. Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I, get, I get the logic behind it. Like, you guys are both the champions, but you're champions of that brand. So now you're going to different brands. But at the same time, like, what if the street profits would have stayed? It on... does. It does make the belts seem meaningless, right? But what? But here's my thing: is like, what if the street profits at that time had stayed on Raw as the Raw Tag Team Champions, but the New Day as SmackDown Tag Team Champions came over to Raw? Mm-hmm. Like, what happens then? Right. Like, I mean, I. If you're asking me, I don't know. <laughs> I know, but I'm, 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 it's it's rhetorical. But like, it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense that they would just automate. It's like it seems too planned. Yeah. Like, okay, well, we got you got that champion. Now we have to get this champion. So, well, it's like I remember they did that um, back in 05 when Cena got drafted to Raw, right? And that was a big deal because yeah. I mean, at that time, we, me and you were probably still watching wrestling pretty mm-hmm. pretty closely, at least somewhat. 
And it's like, well, he's the WWE champion. Holy crap, he's on Raw. Yeah. And like, what does this mean? Like, no one knew. And then so Teddy Long's like, all right, we've officially lost our champion. So now we're going to declare a tournament for the new SmackDown Championship. That's what we're calling it. And they did this big match, and JBL won. He goes, I'm sorry, JBL. You're not the SmackDown champion. He's like, what? What are you talking about? He goes, I was going to make the SmackDown champion until we got our newest recent draft pick. And it was Batista, the world champion. Yeah. Which makes sense that they would switch. Right. But the way they built it, it you didn't seem it didn't seem so freaking obvious. Right. You know, like because I thought it was funny because JBL ended up screwed in the end. Perfect for the bad guy. Right. But I mean, I don't know. I'm obviously is WWE gonna make bad decisions? Of course. Is AEW gonna make bad decisions? Of course. Yes. But that's part of wrestling. But I think when they're so blatantly just done like this, it's like, why are we doing this? Well, it's with the title exchanges and things like that. It seems lazy. It seems super lazy. Like, like they got they have no no way to consider how we can drop these titles to somebody else. It's probably what it is. It's a it's a, a meeting, and they go around the room. What's your idea? Yeah, and. I'm sure like a two fall match. They both when the other, one wins one fall, one wins the other fall, so they switch titles. I, I'm sure everything was pitched. Right. At the end, it's like, well, just they'll just switch them. Like, yeah. That's not the right answer. I mean, I'm not saying any of those other ideas are better, but I feel like anything is better than this. Yeah. I I think what it is, and this is just uh, just probably bullshit, but I think Vince is phoning it in. You think so? I think so. I mean, there's a lot of stupid shit that goes on in WWE. A lot. I feel like WWE, to me, feels like 2008 TNA. And what I mean by that is, like, I remember I used to say, like, they've got a good roster. I mean, they've got AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Kurt Angle, Sting, Scott Steiner, you know, Kevin Nash. All this really good talent, but I can't stand to watch the show. Right. I feel like that's what WWE is to me right now. Yeah. And with AEW, I know, obviously... They're a new company, but I still feel like their shows are fun. Like when I see stuff that they're doing, I'm like, "Oh, that's fun." But there's still a lot of stuff I don't, I can't stand about AEW. Sure, um, but I feel like there's more that I can't. Either with WWE, either I can't stand it or I don't even care. I I am of the theory that there are pieces of both shows that I love, and there are pieces of both shows that I absolutely hate. Yeah, like I. And this is an unpopular opinion I'm about to throw out. I don't like the elite. Like this isn't like I like to boo them. Like I don't like it. I I want I change the channel. We're like I I'm done watching AEW when they come out. Well, which is fine. I like, mean, as a fan, you're you're allowed right. to have your own opinion. I I've never really cared for the Young Bucks. I Kenny this character of Kenny Omega I do not like. Don Callis can go f himself. I know you're not a Don Callis like, guy. What did you like the Ghostbusters thing? I missed it. Yeah, they, they came out in the it. Ghostbusters like suits and the proton packs. And that's the thing. Like some of the stuff they do, I think is funny. Yeah, but it doesn't make me want to keep watching it. The minute they start talking, I'm like, Ugh, yeah, I'm done. Love Adam Cole. Think he's great. But even even now, him constantly saying Adam Cole Bay Bay is like one of the most irritating things in the world to me. It's yeah. like it's constant. To uh, like he doesn't have that governor on him. You feel like yes, and like I liked I liked in NXT, he kind of just let the crowd say it. Mm-hmm. That was cool to me because it it when it's just one person saying it, it sounds really effing annoying. Like I'm Adam Cole, baby. 
It's like shut the hell up. <laughs> but Lord. he's a heel. That's what. That's what I he, know. Yeah. But it's like it's not like boo. It's like ugh. It's go away heat. Oh, yeah, I'm done with this. Like yeah, yeah. what the hell? But again, I'm an unpopular opinion because I know people love this shit. Yeah. But again, at the same time, like I'm I'm kind of like getting back into like uh, inner circle. Like I think they're kind of. Now that they're kind of faces, I'm like, dude, I dig the inner circle. I kind of think and, this shit's cool. And I thought that was the goofiest stable when I yeah. first came about it because I was like, these guys do not fit together at all. No, and uh, uh, well, I'm blanking on their names. The tag, the tag team, Santana and Ortiz. Yeah, now they're starting to wear their dead president's face, uh, face paint, and I'm like, this shit's badass. Like they're just badass. And then, uh, dude, they're gonna, new figures, you know? right? Well, and, like I know Travis brought up, he wants them to do a five pack in their like biker cuts that yeah. they're wearing which i'm like that's yeah. cool as shit you know and uh I'm, I'm digging the new tag team of ethan page and scorpio sky i think that's cool men of the year yeah i mean there's a lot of cool stuff that they have but there are some things that i just i like i'm not even a big adam page guy like yeah i, I think the cowboy shit's kind of dumb like me personally i know that's him but i just think that that like the fact that that's his catchphrase that's kind of dumb to me i don't know there's just some stuff i don't like but then on the flip side of that there's a whole plethora of things in WWE that I just we don't have time to even get into all the all the dumb stuff they have. Right, and, and so I think that's kind of sometimes part of the problem, right? Yeah. There's so much that it's like, oh, I don't care about that, and right. or I don't I don't like that. I mean, I can't tell you the number of times. Like I remember, I was thinking about this today. How many times I sat through Diva Search segments? Yeah. Why did I even watch that? Yeah, they're bad. It was, I mean, cringy bad. Yeah. But I sat through it. I'm like, why? Yeah. And, you know, and I've, I've told people before, like, if you want to get a wrestling promotion's attention, turn the channel. Yeah. That will do it. Yeah. That's going to be more than getting on the internet and talking about, oh, I don't like this. Me, me, me. Yeah. Whatever. Like, if you turn the channel, that will get their attention more than anything. Yep. And so, and I think that's what's happened with, obviously, it's different now because, you know, TV ratings, I think, are probably not as big a deal as other stuff because it's you don't have cable you're still watching the shows to some degree but you don't have cable so it's right. things are measured differently i guess but yeah it's a uh, it's wild stuff man so i mean i think the whole <clears throat> becky charlotte thing is probably a work to some degree but then there, there might be some realisticness to it as well i i i will say i think there is a uh reality side to it in the fact that charlotte is probably on her way out yeah I think that is probably a big portion of it. And I, I, I wouldn't go so far as to say that like 100% this is a shoot. Yeah. But I, I'd say, I mean, her dad's gone. Her fiance is gone. It kind of makes sense that she's ready to just move on. I mean, what else does she have to do in WWE? Well, that was the point I was going to make. Like, I feel like she's at that apex where it's like, well, now what? Right. But you think about it. I mean, like, there's a lot of guys I feel like that are kind of in that that realm where it's like they've been there so long, mm-hmm. it's not fresh anymore. Yeah. And um, honestly, I think uh, I think Bray Wyatt was kind of in that bubble. Yeah. I mean, he'd been there a while, and him getting released was super shocking because yeah, I, you felt like he was a lifer. Mm-hmm. But this gave to me him going somewhere as a new, fresh, you know, uh, breath of air right there. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. We'll see what happens. Yep. Uh, We got a little bit of movie and TV talk. Why do we say we dive into it here? Let's do it. This is Break Up and Bait Up at the Movies. This is Break Up and Bait Up at the Movies. All right, fellas. Go ahead. 
take it from here. What you got now? All right, Big Underscore Band, I'll tell you what we got now. This is kind of crazy news that's happened this past week. Alec Baldwin accidentally shoots off a, a prop gun, from what mm-hmm. we understand, on a movie set and ends up killing the cinematographer. Yeah, very, uh, very similar style to what happened to Brandon Lee and the Crow. Yeah. And super unfortunate, man. That's one of those things where like stuff like that happens in the movie movie industry. Yeah. And I actually watched a docu- documentary about how that happens. And I can't remember exactly what it was, but they kind of explain how it's possible. And like, you have to double check, triple check, you know, that you have everything done right. Otherwise it's possible that you could shoot somebody. Yeah. Well, and Obviously, it's sad. It's horrible. But I remember I saw people online like coming after Alec Baldwin. I'm like, this is to me far from his fault. Come at the director. Well, I mean, like, going to come at anybody, or even the uh, come the at prop, the props guy. Yeah, the props guy. Yeah, or, or you know, like, there's got to be someone on set that's like there for safety reasons, right? I would imagine. Like, he's probably handed this thing. He just yeah. assumes it's okay, right? I don't know. I thought that was kind of a. Of course, that's Twitter being Twitter. I guess that yeah. was just my thoughts, but. Really sad situation because we haven't heard of that in a long time. But I mean, I have heard of instances of like, oh, stuntman dies on the set of Deadpool. Right. Stuntman dies on the set of The Dark Knight. It's like that happens. Of course, this is different than a stuntman. This is, you know, just a person working behind the scenes, but definitely a a crazy situation. Super crazy. Super unfortunate, too. Yeah. Also, uh, Pixar released the trailer for Lightyear. Yeah. You hadn't even heard of this, man. Hadn't heard of it. Uh, haven't definitely haven't seen the trailer, but sounds interesting. It's uh, it's essentially like what Buzz Lightyear the uh, the toy is based on, like okay. the real quote unquote Space Ranger. So uh, from what I gather, it's about his space missions and stuff. And I don't know if he's a character on a movie or what. That's kind of what I would assume. Yeah. And, but I'm not 100% sure. But he's actually voiced by Chris Evans. So okay, kind of a fun thing, you know, yeah. because uh, obviously there's a reason why. Why would they go Tim Chris Evans and not Tim Allen? Well, because Tim Allen voiced the toy. Yeah, but, I mean, usually toys, maybe it was different back then. It supposedly had, like, the real voices, right? I mean, I well, would think so. Well, yeah, and and but I don't know. I mean, that might have just been a... I'm not sure the reason. I can't give you an answer. I mean, on that. it's it's probably just as simple as like Tim Allen didn't want to do it, or could be, or you know they thought Chris Evans would be better at it. younger yeah. voice, maybe. Right. I mean, yeah. it could be as simple as that. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure the specifics of it, but I thought that was kind of a fun, interesting idea. It makes sense that that toy was so popular that year that Andy wanted it for his uh, for his birthday. Yeah, it's interesting. So fun stuff. We had a little bit of toy talk. Why do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. Here we go, open the box, it's the part of the show We'll break your remain, do a bit of toy talk Here we go, open the box, it's the part of the show We'll break your remain, do a bit of toy talk Alright, big underscore Bane, we got some um, some interesting toy talk here Last week we taught, we touched on uh, the NECA Frankenraff A part of the Universal Monsters slash Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle crossover You were pretty giddy about this Yeah and I think that probably caught some people by surprise because you're normally not into the high-end toy stuff. But mm-hmm. um, this is a great line, and I think it's super cool. Uh, NECA is obviously doing a 31 Days of Halloween reveals this month, so we just got a few days left. But they uh, they showed a picture of Leo as, I think, Igor or Igor, I'm not sure. But he's the assistant, you know, got the big hump, the whole deal. Not what I was expecting. 
Yeah. Because obviously Leonardo is the leader of the Ninja Turtles. I assumed if uh, Raphael is Frankenstein, then Leonardo would be Dracula, Wolfman, or the Mummy. Right. And the four turtles would occupy those four main um, universal monsters. So unless they're just planning to do straight Frankenstein in the first wave, I don't know. This was kind of shocking to me. Yeah, and that's that very well could be. Like maybe maybe that's what they're going to do. But I, then again, I don't know who... I mean, there's really only three main characters that I can think of in Frankenstein. There's, you know, mm, Dr. The, Frankenstein, right. there's Igor, and then there's Frankenstein's monster. I mean, then you also got Bride of Frankenstein, but you figure that would probably be April. I couldn't be one of the four turtles, right? Right. Um, so I I don't know. It's, it's a super interesting choice. I don't hate it, though. I think the figure looks great. But, still, like, still something you'd like to pick up? Yeah, probably. Because I, I think these would go great as, like, Halloween decorations, one hundred percent. Like I just think I think they'd fit perfectly, um, but I I think like a Wolfman would probably would have been better for for Leo. I mean, the rumor is Mikey's the Wolfman. That's okay. that's somewhat the on the rumor mill, but don't know for sure. Um, I mean, hell, Mummy would have been cool. I mean, yeah. any of them would have been cool. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter who's who, but like, yeah. Um, I don't know. Igor is an interesting choice. I like I said, I don't hate it, but it's just uh, wouldn't wouldn't have been the thing I picked. Right, and I think that's kind of the where a lot of people are. They're like, oh, yeah. okay, like that's interesting. So yeah. we'll see what happens. But I mean, there's also a creature from the Black Lagoon that right. they could do. So I mean, they might have something more mapped out better than we than we were expecting. But again, cool. With one thing I like about NECA is they they don't release everything at once. It's yes. one figure at a time, so yeah. a lot easier to collect that way. Absolutely. So that should be uh, coming your way in 2022 at some point in the future. Uh, Big underscore Bane, Ghosts, Goblins, and Grapple Holds was this past Saturday. Yes. Um, we're not going to touch on all the specifics, but it was a pretty happening show, right? I will say this. that um, Oh, God, here we go. I, I along with uh, a good good friend of mine, you know, went who's, home happy. Who's your good friend? Well, you know, uh, Drewy Two-Time. Well... He's happy. Me and him both are extremely happy. Why are you happy? Because I finally, after months and months of struggling, finally get what I want. Got what I want. And that is a respectable champion, Breaker. Oh, I thought I thought that was the, the ass kicking from Travis Fowler. See. I thought that's what you were wanting. And I, 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 I was happy I, we were I, able to give that here's to you. The, here's the thing. You and I both know I took pity on Travis Fowler, and I laid down for him, okay? I, I, I let him have his moment, okay? That's it. Why did you get beat up so bad before that, though? I don't know what you're talking about. No. All right. I mean, I did black out for about five minutes. But yeah, because you are getting punched in the face. I will say this. I went home happy. But I was very, very upset during the course of that because after that match, we got three goons that show up that were fired months ago. They were. Uh, what a turn of events. So people want to know about that. We had some uh, returning faces show up at GGG. Yes. Ghost Goblins and Grapple Holds, if you did not catch that. 21. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they... Uh, they did not have a lot of good things for you. You're really making a lot of enemies, Bane. Well, I might have a lot of enemies, but I've got friends in all the right places. Okay? 
What the hell does that mean? That that means that means that I got I got it taken care of there, Breeder. Don't you worry about it. Oh, do you? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. You have an X up your sleeve? Because yeah. I don't think you do. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got it all taken care of there, pal. That's a really weird thing to say as you chug your coffee. That's good coffee. It's a little chilly out, Breaker, so I got to have the coffee. But I got, I, got, I got myself a new champion, you know? Finally, somebody who respects authority. And For now. He'll eventually turn on you because everyone does because you're no. so corrupt. Because I don't treat I don't treat people who treat me with respect poorly. I treat the people who treat me with respect. I treat them with respect. What did you just say? You heard me. I didn't. I didn't. They quite treat catch me all that. with respect, and I treat them with respect. Yeah. Well, you say that, but pretty soon, Drew, two times gonna throw you a rock and says, "Suck on this." Why would he do that? Because why would he do that? Frankly, you know what, Breaker? I'm kind of getting a little tired of your 49% attitude, okay? Are you getting tired of it? Getting a little tired of it, frankly. Well, you know what? I have 49 reasons why I have say in this company. Yeah. You want to count how many I got, pal? Yeah, you got 50. Yeah. So you got that little bit of edge. One more. But who knows? Maybe I'll find that 1% owner and um, things will change. But I do know uh, we are gearing up in November for Turkey Takedown 2021. Yep, should be a should be a great event. Our annual um, our annual Thanksgiving event. Um, and if you have not checked out the replay of Ghost Goblins and Grapple Holds, you can do that on YouTube on our channel for PHPW as well as all of our other events. Yes, if you want to catch up on Adrenaline, <coughs> you can subscribe to our Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash BBPH. Some great stuff there. I know. Um, a lot. I mean, we saw a lot of new faces show up at Ghost, Ghost Goblins and Grapple Holds. Yes. People that hadn't been there for a little bit. We saw some new alliances formed. We at, did. At Ghost Goblins and Grapple we Holds. We did. We saw a 50% owner get the shit kicked out of him at Ghost Goblins and Grapple Holds. Let's, you remember let's, that? Let's forget about that. No, it happened. Let's just forget about that. Let's not. I, no, let's talk about it because it was really fun. And then after you got the shit kicked out of you, you got the shit kicked out of you again. <laughs> I'm going to handle business with those dummies those dummies yeah and then i'm gonna handle business with tier one don't you worry about that there breaker oh i'm, I'm sure he's uh that waiting. match wasn't even supposed to take place but it did breaker but it did you screwed the pooch on that one no i think you screwed the pooch that's why the match took place no i just set it in motion he lost his match against elvis aliaga on adrenaline that match was not supposed to take place always bring your gear bane Always bring your gear. Who are you, Bill Venus? No, I'm not. I'm just a guy that's been in the ring a time or two. You, all, you always bring gear bag. Shut up. <laughs> Dude wrestles in jeans. I mean, granted, me and Bill, are. I don't feel like we're at, at odds as much anymore. Yeah, you guys are going out to coffee and stuff like that. You guys are going out and... Well, I wouldn't say that. Having, but... having you know, brunch. You know, I've never eaten brunch in my life, and don't you dare say that I have. You, you eat brunch, you just call it lunch. Well, I've had a late breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> but I have never eaten brunch. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it was a great event for Ghost Goblins and Grapple Holds. Like we said, a lot took place on that event. So make sure you catch up, as, including uh, new uh, new champions. So yes. lots, uh, lots happening there. And then, of course, uh, Turkey Takedown. We saw a lot of things kind of set in motion. So we're going to see what happens there. For Turkey Takedown 2021 in November should be a great event, and I'm sure probably next week we'll start announcing some matches. Yes, we will. All right. Well, Big Underscore Bane, we have officially started our 90s FAD tournament, and this has been um, a pretty interesting tournament 
already. And I'm going to pull up our uh, our first uh, bracket match here. We, of course, had Jinko Jeans versus Gigapets. Yeah. And so, again, this is kind of an interesting way to, to phrase it, but I said, which of these 90s fads do you like better? Because I guess that's how you vote, like which one you enjoy. Right. Yeah. Um, now, interestingly <clears throat> enough, we're going off the Twitter poll, but I actually put up a poll on Instagram, too, mm-hmm. and the other one won. No kidding. Yeah, so make sure you're voting on Twitter. But uh, the end result, 65% to 35%, and moving on to the semifinals. Jinko jeans. I'll be damned. Not really shocked by that. No. I I think what we ought to do is does Facebook do polls? I don't know. If they do, maybe we ought to do one on all three and then the majority winner wins. Well, see, I was going to do that, but Instagram, after you do the poll, like after it's in your story, it's gone and I couldn't find it. Mm. So that's why I, I just kind of put it up there for fun to see what would happen. I think you can go back in your archives. I don't know how to do that. Archive. Maybe. There's a way to see it. Or like highlights, maybe. Oh, here it is. Yeah, so actually in uh, in this one, Gigapets won 69% to 31%. Wow. So. Damn near reversed. Yeah, but I don't know how many votes that is, so it would be really hard to determine yeah. the numbers and stuff. But, you know, again, fun stuff uh, to, to vote on there. But that moves on to our second first-round match, and... Um, Let's go a little bit out of order, just so we can kind of keep the brackets fresh. This will be, a, I think, very much dependent upon your fandom. Mm-hmm. Beanie Babies versus Furby. I think, um, I think Beanie Babies probably are going to win this, but at the same time, Furbies was so damn hot that one year. But Beanie Babies, I feel like more people will remember. Yeah. You know, like, me and you didn't get a Furby. I mean, I didn't. Did you? No. Well, there was one in the house, but it was my stepmom's. She wanted one. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my sister had one, and that was, like, the hot toy that year. Mm Mm-hmm. But again, with Furby, I think it was... It's a different type of collecting thing because it's... You get one. Yep. Beanie Babies was, like, the Funkos. Right. Right. And Furby was more like Cabbage Patch Kids. Everyone wanted one. But... I don't know people that were collecting, you know, every single one of them. So, um, yeah, that's definitely an interesting one. But I feel like it's got to be Beanie Babies to some degree. Yeah, I feel like Beanie Babies is probably going to win just because it lasted for years. You know, these are still kind of around Mm -hmm. in some form. Mm -hmm. They're different than they were. But isn't that crazy to think that, like, as hot as they were, like, I can only imagine revenue-wise how that dipped down. Because it had to have gone way down. Yeah. Well, I mean, people were going nuts over these. And for some reason, everybody got it in their head that it was going to be worth so much money one day. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't think they are. There might be a couple that are, but. You, so this is actually a funny story. I was talking to my mom about this. <clears throat> and I have a I have a cousin who actually found the Princess Diana bear. Mm-hmm. And uh, was, like, super happy. Like, oh, I found the Princess Diana bear. Because I think she just died. Supposedly worth a lot of money. And my mom worked at the furniture store, obviously, that you know at the time. And sales rep was in there talking about trying to collect them for his daughters. And she's like, oh, my cousin just found, or my niece, whoever it was, like, she just found a Princess Diana bear. It's like, oh, I think she'd sell it. He goes, oh, I don't think so. She goes, he goes, how about for 400 bucks? Hmm. And she's like, uh, let me call her. And she's like, no, I'm not selling. And she goes, what about for 400 She goes, I'll be right there. <laughs> 
then I guess in the course of that time, she also had, they had a, this is so crazy to think that they did this, but they did political beanie babies, righty mm-hmm. and lefty. Yep. I'm sure you remember. Yep. And she had one of those and he goes, I'll, I'll give you one fifty for that one. She was like, okay. Wow. So she walked out with like what, however much that is like 500, 550 bucks. Like, yeah. Insane. Yeah. I mean, that's insane that people paid that much for it, but yeah. they did. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's like Funkos now. I feel like if you got Funkos, unless you just really want, want them, sell them. Because 10, 15, 20 years from now, they're probably not going to be worth anything. No, probably not. I mean, again, like with with something being worth something, you have to find someone dumb enough to actually spend the money on right. it. Right. Like, I'm sure you've seen like that green card, uh, one, two, three kids going for like 1200 bucks right now. Yeah. I wouldn't pay for that. Well, no, I, I don't know who could it's a, like it's a five dollar toy. Right, that's a lot of money. Yeah, but if you have it, I mean, if if I was a multimillionaire and I was like, okay, whatever, just chump change, maybe. But like, even then, I'd be like, I'd, I'd be like, no, I'll give you, I'll give you five hundred for that. Yeah, I wouldn't pay twelve hundred. You're out of your mind. It, well, the the value will go down. Of course it will. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy to think how. How that happens. I know COVID had a lot to do with that, though, with uh, people just being online shopping all day. Yeah. yeah. It definitely changed things. Oh, but. yeah. But can underscore Bane, we've, uh, we've hit that apex. <laughs> so I want to. Let's just plug it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cup with all of our eight soda choices. Yep. You can hear it. You want me to draw or would you like to do the honors? Hell, I don't care. You can go ahead. Since I got to do the wrestling trivia, why don't you just go ahead and draw it? Oh, that's right. Yeah, we I forgot about that. We'd have to do the wrestling trivia. Okay. All right, and I'm not going to reveal the soda until after the question. Okay. Let me think of a good one here. <clears throat> Who did Mr. Perfect defeat on the King of the Ring 93 pay-per-view to advance to the semifinals to face Bret Hart? I'll give you four possible choices. Okay. A, Mr. Hughes. B, Tatanka. C, the model Rick Martell. D, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. See, it's funny because I I don't know who all was in that tournament. I've never watched that tournament. Um, although Mr. Perfect versus Bret Hart sounds like a fantastic match. It is. It's one of the better ones. Um. <clears throat> I'm going to go, just because I feel like I have seen that match before, and I could have just made it up in my own head, but I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Perfect versus Mr. Hughes. You are correct. He did defeat Mr. Hughes, and we will be trying Marshmallow Soda. Oh, thank God. So we got a good one, and I have to go first. So, you know, Scorbane, we are actually not uh, unfamiliar with this. We've had this before. We have. We have. It's been a little bit. What are your thoughts going into this? Uh, this is probably the least offender. Honestly, I was kind of hoping to get the really crappy ones out of the way first. Mm, not today. Here you yeah. go. Let's so. see a little pour action. A little pour ski. I, I don't remember this being... Shit, did I put too much in there? Well, you don't have to drink it all. But... I know. I don't remember this being bad, but I don't really remember it being very good either. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can't smell it at all. So I don't know if it's like... It's got a little bit of a marshmallow smell, but it's it? not over... I mean, some of these, I, I feel like, too, 
we've had some of these twice where it's like, oh, the second time it wasn't too bad. The first time it was like awful. So I think they're kind of mixing their formulas too. Yeah, yeah. So they're probably listening to us and realizing, uh, you know, like sweet corn soda wasn't as bad the second time around. Still pretty bad. It was pretty gross. But like, maybe they're like, yeah, hey, we got to tone it down so people don't puke when they drink it. You know. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's made for a joke, obviously. Sure. Like this, people might be like, oh, that's tasty. I would like a marshmallow soda, <clears> like a sweet corn. No. Right. Enchilada soda. Like, who's drinking that for fun? You know, there's some freak out there. There's some sick freak out there. Eric Barker. You (laughs) son of a bitch. Who probably just absolutely... When was the last time we called Eric Barker a son of a bitch on here? It's been a while. That wasn't PHBW related. Or uh, the opening credits or the end credits, maybe. Right. But there's probably some sick freak out there that just loves them some sweet corn soda. I took a sip of this. It's actually not bad. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's mars. I don't expect it to be bad. It's marshmallow soda. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's good. It's it's pretty it's tasty. tasty. I, I feel like with these, though, you have to, uh, you're not chugging these. It's not like a Dr. Pepper. So it's different than what you might expect, I guess. I will be honest, though. If I had one of these, like, by myself, like marshmallow, I would probably drink drink like i was drinking a regular one you would i think so because it's it's good enough to where i'd be like damn i want to take another big swig of that with these having the pure cane sugar there's always a slightly different taste though than a traditional like soda yeah i mean i like the taste though i kind of i kind of like it um versus it's not bad because especially now that i don't drink soda Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i don't either really like the uh, last time we had these i was drinking like two to three bangs a day. Right. You know what I mean? So I was getting my sugar fix. Now this is like... Well, of course, bangs aren't sugar, but... No, but, but I it's mean, like it's artificial. super sweet. And, you know, yeah. I mean, I had a bang um, last... A week, a week ago today, because I had to drive to Edmond, and it was just like, oh, God, this is so sweet. Yeah, it's like too much. Forget, you know? It's like I, I forgot how sweet they were. Mm-hmm. But this, I mean, it's super sweet as well, but it is that pure cane-like... It, it's got that different taste where it's almost like, hmm, this is pretty tasty. Actually, not bad, though. Like, uh, for for our first uh, pick, not terrible. Solid. So, Solid so not, choice. So, not bad. So, that will uh, that that's week one of the crazy sodas, man. Yeah, buddy. So It's kind of all downhill from here, though. Yeah, you know, um, I know we got a couple in there that are probably still going to be good. I bet bubblegum sodas are going to be pretty good. Or Bazooka Joe. That one will probably be all right. Um, we have one that's like sour Sour Puss Soda, and uh, it's supposed to be really sour. It's called Sour Puss Soda? I think so. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Are you uh, prefer it to be sweet? <laughs> right, yeah. I'm, just, I'm trying to figure out what what, 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 the, what they mean by Sour Puss. Well, it's like the saying. I don't think they mean anything dirty. Okay. It's, it's like a fruit flavored, but it's supposed okay. to be sour like warheads from what I gather. Okay, got it. Which might be kind of fun. <clears throat> I don't it. know. Um, the thing about a warhead, though, like those are very sour and then very sweet. Yep. So I, I don't know how you do that in a soda form, but yeah, we shall see. We that, shall. That will be fun. Pirate piss soda. And what flavor was that? I don't remember. It was very golden colored, <laughs> though. <laughs> so my man ain't drinking enough water. That's for damn sure. Well, I mean, kind of hard to say you're dehydrated <laughs> on a pirate ship, but I guess it's possible. If it doesn't taste like rum, then I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, so uh, Crazy Sodas, man. It's back with a vengeance. We also have Barf Soda coming up. 
Yeah. Dirt soda. Yep. Grass soda. Yep. And we got some doozies. Yep. Those are not going to be good. No, they're not. Yep. No, they are not. Enchilada soda, which might be the worst one. Yeah, you got to quit going to Rocket Fizz, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I didn't buy I didn't buy <laughs> sweet corn soda. And you know I saw it because I sent you a picture, and your exact response was, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no. our current setup here with our chairs, like I feel like you could make a, a quick exit if need be, but oh no, I wouldn't. If I, if I needed to throw up, you bet your ass I'm going to throw up right here because this is your fault, pal. That's really not fair. <laughs> well, we got some shout outs, of course, to throw out there to, our, to some of our podcasting buddies. Unless you have anything else you want to add, man. Um, you know, I'll wait. I'll wait till we get to uh, uh, the plug for. For the Bill Bina show. I got, I got a couple of things I was wanting to mention, but I'll wait to that. Good deal. All right. Well, of course, we want to throw it out to the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Jeff mm-hmm. and Scott over there, two great friends of the show. In fact, they uh, they were kind of uh, butting heads a little bit on PHPW. They were. They were. Just a little bit, you know. Hopefully, um, hopefully all is well, fellas. Talk well, it out. Be friends again. I, you know what? I, I think Jeff with 1F is just getting a little jealous that, you know. Scott had a title match. Scott, Scott you know, is... Uh, yeah, I mean he's he's kind of kind of making his own headway here. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I get it. But uh, fully posable is a great show, and they're uh, yeah. they're really fun guys. So check that out, especially if you're a wrestling figure fan. And Scott's got his side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Absolutely, really fun show as well. Doing a favor with Eric and Barry, another really fun show. Uh, you know, of course, they didn't have the best of luck at Ghost Goblins and Grapple Holds this uh, this this past uh, weekend, but I think but they they, will, they were throwing a curveball. They though. were throwing a curveball. I'm know, not gonna lie. It wasn't it wasn't just like they had a bad night. They were throwing a curveball. You know, um, and I'm gonna blame that on you because of course you are. You're the one that threw the curveball, and you're you're the one that set that whole thing up. So I. Guys, if you if you're gonna be upset about it, be upset at Breaker. This was not my thing, okay? So just just understand, I've always got your back. Yeah, I'll Eric, t- I'll, Barry. I'll I'll take uh, full responsibility once you give me fifty percent ownership. Why? Because then that would that would mean I'm forty nine percent. Why would I give you my extra share? Why don't you want to take blame for anything? Because that wasn't my fault. That was all you, pal. You're the one that set that match up. Unbelievable. Remember, with big underscore bane, the buck stops there. Yeah. In this particular scenario, it does. Yeah. If I make a mistake, I own up to it, Breaker. I didn't make that mistake. <laughs> yeah. That mistake was not mine. I did not I did not make that match. That was your match to make. Well, I'm not. Hey, I'm just saying they lost fair and square. Two, two competitors they weren't expecting to face. One they were not expecting to face, but they knew it was a mystery opponent. They didn't have to accept the match. They wanted to be on the card, Breaker. Of course they did. Who doesn't want to be on the anniversary show? You know, everybody what I mean? wants to be on it. Right. That's why the match was made to begin with. Yeah. That's why we had so much chaos. It goes goblins and grab a hold. Everybody wanted to be there. Yeah. So much chaos, like you forgot to bring your gear back. I'm not a wrestler. I wasn't expecting to wrestle that night. Yeah, and you didn't either. You just got your ass kicked. <laughs> anyway, I was move. in my dress shoes. <laughs> yeah, you were. Very, very good traction in those. I'm sure. Terrible traction in those. Uh, anyway, moving forward, uh, of course, we have also the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steven Erickson, another really fun show. In fact, uh, me and Jeff were just recently on an episode uh, covering all things Halloween Havoc 91. We talked yep. about the Chamber of Horrors. Really fun. So check that out. Uh, the Ringside Rant with RJ is another really fun show. The Leisure and Lariats Podcast with my pal Ruthless Ryan Davidson. Boot to the Face with uh, Marty and, and, uh, and Rucker over there. Tales from the Estate with our pal Drew Vinsel and his wife, Caitlin. 
dropping new shows every Thursday. Really I've, fun show. I've been getting caught up on uh, on podcasts, so I've been getting caught up on Tales from the Estate and doing the favor and uh, a bunch of the other cats around around the old community, and it's been fun. It's been uh, it's been good getting catching up on uh, Tales from the Estate, especially. Absolutely love that show. It's it's a really fun one. If you haven't checked it out, you definitely should. Yeah, you're missing out. Even I, even though he likes to give me shit about eating Wendy's fries. Yeah, that one's unforgivable, but whatever. It's not. It's not. He tried the new version of their fries. Oh, they have new fries? Apparently, I didn't know about it either. You know what happened? You know why people get new fries? Because their old fries sucked. Their old fries were... They, they're potatoes, Breaker. Yeah, but I mean, they just weren't good. They're potatoes. What do you mean they're not... They're, how can you guys be so, like, anti-potato? I don't think anyone's anti-potato, but that's just saying, like, all fries are the same. They're not. They aren't, but I I still don't see the hate in those. Okay, Sonic, in my opinion, has some of the worst fries ever. Yeah, they are awful. Yeah, do you not agree? Yeah, but I mean, like, but their tater tots are delicious. 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 They're potatoes, Bane. What's the difference? The difference is those fries. The way Sonic and freaking McDonald's does their fries is they are cut in such a way. That it almost just seems like a skin and not like anything inside the fry. Mm-hmm. It, I, I get that. It's like you're not even eating potatoes anymore. Whereas Wendy's, you know you're eating potatoes. You you, you, you understand. There's, there's a little bit of potato in there. No. You get it. No, I don't. You, you, you understand. I don't. You know that you're putting a potato in your mouth. No, you don't. They're soggy and gross. They, I've, I've legit never had... A soggy fry experience from Wendy's. I don't know where you guys are getting I, I've it from. I've eaten them before, but once he said that, I was like, "Oh wow, their fries are bad." Like I've never, I've never so been. So wait, there. you're just bandwagon Drew over here. Well, I mean, here's the thing: like I, in my entire life, I've never eaten French fries and been like, "My God, will those you, are good." Will you do me a favor, Breaker, and just for once form your own opinion? Stop bandwagon, Drew. Okay? My opinion, Bane sucks. There it is. You Formed. suck. You suck. <laughs> Wendy's does not suck. But he also mentioned there was some burger that uh, Wendy's brought that sounded like it was delicious. He said it was just okay. Well, see, my here's my opinion, though. And fully on the spectrum here, I think Wendy's burgers are great. Their fries don't match the greatness of their burger. That's my... Like, McDonald's has pretty good fries, but their burgers are kind of crap. So it's kind of like it evens out. Yeah, but see, I Wendy's just, is far this way on burgers, far down on, on fries. I don't. The, here's the here's the honest to God's truth. I really don't care for either one. Like, well, I'm, yeah, no. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not. I don't go out of my way to eat Wendy's. I don't go out of my way to eat McDonald's. But like, if I had to pick between the two, I don't feel like I'm eating real food when I eat McDonald's. Oh no, not at all. I feel like I'm eating real food when I go to Wendy's. Soggy fries, be damned. I feel like it's real food. No, I get it. Yeah. McDonald's, like, I 100% feel like I'm eating chemical shit. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not saying Wendy's doesn't have chemical shit in their food. I'm saying I don't feel that way when I eat Wendy's. I feel yeah, that way when yeah, I they're eat They're not. No one's back there slicing up potatoes. Right. <laughs> yeah, for right. sure. I, but I don't feel like I'm eating that nasty shit when I'm at Wendy's. Well, true, but at the same time, I wouldn't, like, if someone would say, like, good fries, I wouldn't put, like, McDonald's on that list either. I wouldn't put good anything um, with McDonald's no, on No, I would agree. Do you know what I had the other day? I had a Fat Guy's burger. 
So good. Yeah. So damn I good. had some of the sriracha ketchup. You ever try that? It's very good. Very, yeah. very good. Yeah, they also have a uh, chipotle ketchup that I'm yes. a big fan of. I I, uh, I got that last time, so I got sriracha ketchup this and, time. And I'll be honest, Drew, if you don't if you don't like Wendy's fries, you're probably not going to like Fat Guys fries because they're just just as loosey goosey. No, they they no, we're not. They were good. They're floppy as shit. Nope, they are. They weren't. I just had it. Breaker, I've had I've had Fat Guys numerous times. Maybe maybe your order was like nice and crispy, but yeah, I, they were. They were I've, very crispy. I've fries. always had. Super, like floppy fries from from Fat Guys. Mine were hot and fresh. Were they? Yeah. I think they're all hot and fresh. It's everything made to order there. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's floppy. They weren't floppy though, or soggy. I feel like you're lying out of your. Ass I'm right really now. not. I don't. I have no reason <laughs> to lie here. I'm not saying it was the best French fry I've ever had in my life, but they were hot and fresh. Right. They are hot and fresh, but it doesn't mean that they're not floppy. Like it doesn't mean that they're nice and crispy and there's a giant crunch to them. They're no, still they weren't floppy they fries. Weren't, they weren't crunchy. That's what I'm saying. But they weren't floppy. I don't. I don't get what that does. How does that not make sense to you? How does it not make sense to you? <laughs> Look at McDonald's. I feel like we're saying the same thing. We're just not understanding each other. McDonald's fries are not floppy, right? Right. They're like a freaking stick, and you have to break it. Right. But not. But it's. It, it, you said they're so thin. You know, there's like, it's like very little potato. It's mostly right. just fried grease with a smidgen of whatever inside. Mm-hmm. These were a little bit thicker, um, but. They're thick cut. I mean, exactly the same cut as Wendy's, I think. Yeah. They're very similar. Yeah, but they tasted good and they were. Yeah, they, I, I feel like, I'm, I feel I'm like when he says. Bad. I feel like when he says soggy, they feel old. And that's, that's at least my understanding of right. his thought. And I get that completely. Right. But they're the same. I feel like Fat Guys is a very similar texture. They're hot and fresh because they make them to order, but they're not crunchy at all. No, they're not. I mean, I wouldn't say that they're crunchy, but they weren't like, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You're just, you're arguing to argue is what it is. You're in a, you're in one of those moods. It's that extra cup of coffee today. (laughs) Apparently. But anyway, check out uh, Tales from the Estate. It's a great show. Love it. Also, uh, Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew over there. Trivia with Buds with our pal Ryan Buds. Yep. Howlin' with the Wolf with our man Jason Wolf, and also check out his chop shop. He's got some great stuff coming in, which is awesome. Uh, pulling up a chair with our friend Tim at a chair shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Night of the Nerdy Laser podcast with our pal Richards discussing all horror movies, which is always fun. Yep. And then uh, catching up with Aaron and Daniel. Our pal Aaron Anders has a new podcast dis- uh, discussing movies from uh, 2011 right now, which yeah. is a lot of fun. And if you like wrestling comic books, Grapple Hold, To Be the Man, Evil Ain't Good, Tales from Planet Wrestletopia. You can find those on Amazon or Comixology. Mm-hmm. Um, we also, uh, of course, have our other podcasting projects. I have, you know, it's Fake Ride dropping every Monday this past week with our pal Rad Chad. And then, of course, there's uh, No Holds Barred with Bill Benis, which surprised us all with a Halloween special. Yeah, and, and what I was wanting to touch on here with No Holds Barred... Um, First of all, thanks to all who listen to that. Uh, but I getting caught up on podcasts throughout this past week or so. I I just want to give a big shout out to um, especially doing the favor and and uh, Drew over tales from the estate. I am super appreciative of all the nice comments that you guys have said and everybody who's made nice comments about you know me. And the Bill Bean's character, it just I I've kind of blown away by the 
the comments people made. It was super nice. Um, and just want to say I appreciate it because I thought it was a – I definitely don't think that, you know, some of the things that they say, some of the things that they said, I don't think that about my show or myself, but it's, uh, it's you know, pretty awesome that you guys think that, and I, I just want to say I appreciate you guys. Well, I think it's important to uh, to let people know of shows that you listen to that you enjoy it mm-hmm. because I think that sometimes means more than you realize mm-hmm. when you when you get those compliments back and stuff. And of course, it was kind of a big week for Bill Venus. You know, it he was, was on uh, you know it's fake, right? Which was well, he wasn't, but we talked all about it. And then, of course, the uh, Halloween special coming up, and yeah, which that that dropped and uh, it introduced a new character. Um, which we haven't had a chance to listen to that. It is, uh, the, the studio was under new ownership. Oh boy. And so it is, it is a uh, good stuff. And so there is a, there's a, there's a new, new, new sheriff in town or something like that. I don't know what, what her title is specifically. She called herself a receptionist, but she kind of, kind of acted like she was in charge. So I don't know what the hell is going on. Oh, interesting. So check it out. Do we have any concrete news for another season? Uh, we do not. I think we're just going to ride out the the uh, end of the year with specials and i want to be back uh probably around february so probably do that and i, I kind of want to get on a schedule to where it's like february through april or may whenever that ends and yeah. then maybe come back you know september through the end of the year you know what i mean and that way it can kind of right almost be more of like a one giant season versus, you know, right. Trying to break it up and just have seasons willy nilly. I got you. I got you. So stay tuned. More news on Bill Venus coming up shortly. Yeah, buddy. And then of course, uh, the TB toy cast drops every uh, Thursday as well. Just like uh, tales from the estate. And this past week we uh, did an episode on GI Joe classified. So we are doing an episode on something kind of current, which was fun. And uh, we got some, we got some great stuff in the works. So, Make sure to subscribe and uh, grab those T-shirts of as uh, as well. Um, let's see. All of Bane's music you can find on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your tunes. And uh, make sure to check out The Freaks. Yeah, one more thing, man. I, I really just appreciate everybody who's uh, put over The Freaks. I, I really do. I appreciate it. Uh, that song has already gotten, like, kind of gotten in the top five most played songs of mine. So Nice. I um. I really appreciate you guys. You guys are just really, really, really making old Bainsky feel good. So I appreciate it. Do you think maybe, uh, and I and I don't know, but do you think sometimes releasing a single is bigger than a album? And the fact that it's just one song that everyone's paying attention to, as opposed to like an album where they might miss, you know, something because they're focused more on another song. Yeah, it could be, and it, and I think also too. Um, not to put my other stuff down, but quality too. You know what I mean? Like I think you're focused on one thing. Yeah. And I think more people in now that it's released, there's, there's still things about that song that I'm like, damn, I should have done that differently. But, um, but I, I still think that, you know, our fan base is not nearly as hip hop or rap as they are this alternative style. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of hitting a little bit better. Could be because of that. So yeah, it could be. I don't know, um, but I I really enjoyed this style. So it's one of those things. It seems like people are digging it. So I might, if I can make it work, I might do more songs like this. Awesome, man! Very cool. 
Um, if you want to support us, patreon.com is a great way to do that. Um, $1 a month is all it takes. And mm-hmm. you get the uh, weekly energy shot. You get PHPW Adrenaline. You get some unboxing videos from me and a whole lot more. Yes. So uh, get on there for PH or for uh, uh, the patreon.com forward slash BBPH. Um, every, or I'm sorry, Outsiders Beard Co. If you have a beard, this is the place to get you some beard products. As you listen to this, today is the last day, October 31st. Happy Halloween, Breaker. We just realized that. Yes, um, absolutely. Happy Halloween. Um, but today's the last day to get Candle Jack. So if you're listening to this and it's past October 31st, you, you done you done missed out sorry mm-hmm. sorry about your damn luck as old james storm used to say yep absolutely but uh who knows maybe next year you can get some candle jack if you miss this one or any friday the 13th that pops up <laughs> there you go yeah all of our t-shirts are available pro wrestling forward slash brian breaker uh bbph.redbubble.com whatamaneuver.net search by store for breaker and bane's power hour big underscore bane has a shirt store there as well as mm-hmm. uh, as does this tv toy cast so grab all of our threads and of course we also have the shirt stores from a lot of our podcasting buddies so yes whatamaneuver is a great place to go to check out a lot of cool stuff yes anything else man uh that's it Thank you guys for checking out Breaker in Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We'll see you guys in seven days. Peace easy. Yeah. One more time. It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back on my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can I dig it? Psycho! Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, Put it on the internet.